0: Hey, thank you so much for joining us online at Venue Church for another inspirational message from Pastor Corey Go. If you are impacted by this message in any way... Uh, it's Baptism Sunday at Venue Church. We're glad you're here. If there's one thing that we do, if there's one thing that we love to do, is to bring people closer to Christ or back to Christ, then that's why we exist as a church. That's why we think that we were saved and redeemed by a love and a grace and a mercy that we couldn't deserve and couldn't possibly earn but for the grace and love of a savior who reached down and maybe touched your life, or maybe will touch your life today. You know, I think that every baptism service, somebody in this service decides next time it's their time to go public with their faith. In every baptism service, I'm convinced that people make private decisions to serve Jesus for the first time, or maybe it's time to come home today and, and uh, welcome home if, that's, if I'm talking to you. Uh, yeah, come on. Um, We're going to be watching some baptism interviews uh, this morning, so I'm not doing a a whole sermon this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the love, baby church. (laughs) Thanks for the love that i made you give because I'm on camera. these are real people's stories that you're going to be hearing, and I want to see—I want you to see your story in somebody's story, or maybe in all of their stories. So, whenever I watch these videos to get them in the order that I think works best, I—I I, you know—I sit at home in my office, and I like—I don't cry a lot. Do we have any not criers in the house? I just weep because of what God is doing in the lives of people. It's just inescapable to me the beauty of it all. And, and um, one thing that we do, though, you'll find in the baptism videos. So I would just. Uh, just give you a heads up that that there are words like sex and uh, drugs uh, mentioned in pornography, mentioned in some of their stories, and so uh, Venue Kids is a great place for your kids. Um, I personally like it when my kids hear stories about that. It makes me have to have awkward conversations with them afterwards sometimes, but I would rather that um, it's hard to celebrate the height of the grace and love of A pure savior it's hard to celebrate that if we don't also celebrate what it was that we were saved from in the first place (laughs) and so sometimes we come to church and we're like hey everything's great i think every morning you got to wake up with a sharp reality check and be like oh but god oh but don't ever let me go back to the way that it was and the way that i was and oh god i remember i remember And so uh, that's just a heads up for you when the videos start. If you have little kids in here, maybe it would be a good thing to go to Venue Kids. It would be a good thing to go to Venue Kids anyways because they're kids. (laughs) And uh, they don't want to be where you are, Mom, because you're not cool anymore. And uh, we actually have great experiences for them, and uh, it's awesome. Matthew chapter 3. When John, John the Baptist, it's a baptism service. If it's your first time, you're like, Pastor, you're smart. smart. John the Baptist. It's a theme. He realized that a lot of Pharisees and Sadducees were showing up for a baptismal experience because it was becoming the popular thing to do. So um, he's talking to professional Christians who are coming to church because it's a popular thing to do and doing what everybody does because it's a popular thing to do. And so professional Christians, like people who get paid to be Christians, (laughs) like pastors, I guess. What he's doing is like, hey, like, yeah, you're coming to this great experience, and you're doing this to be cool, to fit in with the cool kids. And then he exploded, brood of snakes. (laughs) He just called the baptismese brood of snakes. Is that what he's doing right now? I'm Pastor Corey, if we haven't met, and this is the sort of thing that I do. (laughs) Um... He says, what do you think you're doing slithering down here to the river? Do you think a little water on your snake skins is going to make any difference? Anybody think that John the Baptist had a gift of mercy? <laughs> like, you're having a bad day, just get John the Baptist over Put his arm around you, love you a little bit. I call you a snake. Tell you to get your life on track. He said, it's your life that must change, not your skin. So as we baptize people today, some of them, they told me that they had been saving up and not showering because this is... No, it's not about what's happening to your skin. It's about what's happening on the inside. That and This is just an outward expression of that. And, and we're going to baptize people after we sing the last song. And then we'll baptize them at the end of the service. He says, it's your life that must change, not your skin. And don't think that you can pull rank by claiming Abraham as father. If it's your first time in church. Um, You might not understand that. Being a descendant of Abraham, he says, is neither here nor there. Descendants of Abraham are a dime a dozen. Meaning this is what they took pride in was who their great, great, great grandfather was. And whatever you take pride in when you come to church, you just got to lay it down because who cares? Yeah, you came from a family with money. Good for you. You have no purpose in life. You have no connection with the Savior because you have money. It means nothing. You came to church in a nice car. That's great. You take pride in that. That's great. It's time to lay it down. And John the Baptist is just saying like, look, that's neither here nor there. He said, what counts is your life. Is it green and blossoming? Because if it's deadwood, it goes on the fire. I'm baptizing you here in the river, turning your own life in for a kingdom life. And then he says this, baptismese, if if you are here, because you have to be here. uh, The real action comes next. The main character in this drama, he said, compared to him, I'm a mere stagehand. He says he will ignite the kingdom life within you on the inside of you. Maybe you came from kind of an old, dead religion, and it was always forcing things to make you look clean from the outside. But Jesus is like, no, no, the main player is me, and I can do it from the inside. And you've never given me permission to do it from the inside so that the outside gets clean too. But he says a fire within you, the Holy Spirit within you, changing you from inside out. He's going to clean house, make a clean sweep of your lives, He'll place everything true in its proper place before God. Everything false he'll put out with the trash to be burned. (laughs) You're like, well, I like some of that stuff. And Jesus is like, yeah, but you can't take it with you. It won't give you purpose. It won't fill the gap inside of your life. He said, I can, though. Jesus then appeared, arriving at the Jordan River from Galilee. He wanted John to baptize him. John objected, I'm the one who needs to be baptized, not you. And this is where we see God start seeding the idea of a spiritual family in, and flawed people because Jesus went to a flawed person. Jesus was the only pure one. He went to a flawed man called John the Baptist to get baptized. And and this is where flawed people will baptize uh, you in the water today and your flawed church family will come around you because you need to see the flaws to realize how high the love of God was and how deep he had to reach to get to every one of us. And if you think that you're perfect, you're in the wrong church. (laughs) Because if you think you're perfect, well. Jesus insisted, do it. God's work, putting things right after all these centuries, is coming together right now in this baptism. So John did it. The moment Jesus came out of the baptismal waters, the skies opened up, and he saw God's Spirit. It looked like a dove descending and landing on him, and along with the Spirit, a voice: "This is my son, chosen and marked by my love. I am speaking that over the baptismese, son and daughter of God, chosen and marked by my love, delight of my life. Come on! I uh, I wanted to start with just a list of." Uh, some very serious um, baptism do's and don'ts. <laughs> I have a gift of sarcasm. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Somebody said that I was too sarcastic and I shouldn't be a pastor. I'm like, yeah, well, it takes one to know one. <laughs> so, back to very serious do's and don'ts of baptism. Are you ready? Do baptism is do. Be excited. Don't light things on fire and run around yelling, hell is hot, repent. (laughs) You must remember how fortunate you are and how lost you were. It will keep you grounded and connected. So you're not talking, it's not us and them, it's all us. And so if God is gracious enough to save you, let's please keep a little kindness for your neighbor. Do confess and get free from all the accumulated baggage of the past. Don't. Worry if you're not perfect yet. That's why we hold some under the water longer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Number three, do.
0: (laughs) Some of you are like, this church is. And some of you are like, this church is amazing. (laughs) Do. Enjoy your new venue friends. This is perhaps the first time you'll find lifelong friends who are headed in the right direction. Enjoy it. Don't Listen, here's just a little advice. Don't try to keep all your old friends. Let God decide. Let God decide. Some will come along this journey with you, and some will. You may need to separate for a time to get free of sin. So you're not that strong. So you may need to separate, get some good friends around you, all going in the right direction. But then you know what? Let's, when you get free, then let's get them to church. When you get free, let's go back and get them, because that's why we exist. Do immediately establish new disciplines like reading your Bible, praying, small group, faithful church attendance. Don't enjoy the emotional high and then act like you get to live in Disneyland forever. You went public with your faith. You walked onto a battlefield. Pay attention and don't get shot in the face by the devil. Can I hear an amen? (laughs) Do... Where did I get lost? Oh, do... Uh, Enjoy being free from your sins, like enjoy it, but don't get weird and religious and judgmental and start preaching at the preacher because all of a sudden you're smarter than he is and stuff like that. (laughs) It happens to some, don't let it happen to you, but for the grace of God, you'd go back to the old way of life too. Enjoy being free, but don't get judgmental and weird. Do talk to your friends about your new experiences. Don't act like you have all the answers, that's annoying and you don't. Some of you are lucky you made it to church with pants on. Can I hear an amen? If you're married to a man, you know what I'm talking about. Great job, honey. Let's keep the bar low. Let's give you a little victory this morning. You made it to church with pants on. Number seven, do sing in church like a raving fan of Jesus, even if you sound terrible. Don't ever replace worship with evaluation. Too much time thinking might trick you into thinking. Your thoughts are more important than your worship, and they're not. Prayer time is for God to evaluate you. Don't, or do, have the humility appropriate to your new beginning. Just because you inherited a new life doesn't mean you earned it. Don't get used to being served. Health is for helping. Welcome to Venue Church. It's no longer about you. I'm glad you're getting baptized. Good. Let's get a shovel in your hand. Let's teach you how to dig. What are they digging? I don't know. I just made that up. I should have thought about that ahead of time. Do find the hand of God in everything. Don't over-spiritualize things so you don't do what you ought to do. The devil didn't make you forget to take out the trash. That's why your wife yelled at you. It wasn't the devil. It was you. Okay. Come on, ladies. you got to back me up here. I'm just, I'm just doing what you're... Okay. Do remember we're with you. Don't Get isolated ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst thing that can happen, but it's also the most common. Yeah. Establish early that the first thing you do, baptismese, when something goes sideways, is you lean in and you don't lean out and on your own understanding, like the book of Proverbs tells us. Do enjoy the new freedom from sin and shame. Don't brag when putting on armor like the one who is taking it off. It's a scripture verse. Look it up. Meaning entering the battle is this, not the same thing as winning one. You don't get a brag before you walk into this life, like somebody who's able to okay, you get it. Do understand the church was here before you were. Don't let the devil get you offended and stop coming and then get mad when you lose your friends. If you met them here, this is where you'll find them. Yeah, a Little pastoral advice. Thank you, pastor. How did you do? Uh, it was just a guess. All right. Number 13, do, two left. Do. remember the feeling that you were bringing. Nothing of value to God in receiving everything he has is a miracle that will never make sense. Never lose that wonder. Don't forget it's no longer about you. Pay it forward with the rest of us. All right. Last two. have a blast today. It's the beginning, a new beginning, and the first day of the rest of your life. Don't worry if someone in your life doesn't get it yet. One day they will and follow Jesus and get baptized and say their sorry, and thank you so much for doing it first and giving me the courage to explore faith. And you'll say, that's great, but it hurt my feelings and it would make me feel better if you would write out your confession in full and have it signed by all the people of the church and then read you the whole thing in front of everyone for your own good and then take you out for a super expensive meal where you can order anything you want and be your best friend and help you vacuum your house every weekend. <laughs> or if somebody doesn't get it, have a little patience Some people in this room waited a long time for you to get it and forgave you many things before you even asked for it. Just like Jesus did. Why baptism? Because uh, Jesus did it because he knew, it's not like he needed cleansing, but he knew that obedience brought momentum. And momentum is where you're going to struggle in your life the most. Seeking perfection will cause you to lose momentum. Momentum. It's not about perfection. I mean, there's things that God wants you to do so that you don't, you know, hurt yourself and hurt the people around you. But obedience brings momentum. And Jesus said, it's good to fulfill all righteousness to be baptized and go public with your faith. See, when sin bogs you down and you start hiding things, you stop moving. You stop moving forward. When God puts his finger on something in your life and says it's time to change, it's time to grow up, and you don't welcome him in to do that, you stop moving forward, and some people, I feel it, some people here have stopped moving forward. You need something to, to get you out of that rut that you're in, and that thing is called obedience. When you try to hold on to your old life rather than embrace your new life, you stop moving forward. When you start evaluating when you should be worshiping, you stop moving forward. When you stop being grateful and start feeling entitled, you start moving forward. You stop moving forward to start moving forward. Did I say that wrong? Good, I said it right? Good, thank you. That's why you're here. Thank you. Listen. Momentum. This is why God gave you the church. This is why God gave you your spiritual family. It forces you to keep moving forward. Your faith in public is not just public out there. It's lived in public right here with your church family. The church was to be your lifeblood and the faith the only place, listen, that exists that I'm aware of in the world where God can do everything he needs to do in a human soul in one spot, the local church. There's no other place that can do that. It is the rarest of blessings to belong to a church family. It keeps you on track when Renee gets weird. It keeps her on track. It will bring you forgiveness when you don't deserve it. It will remind you that you don't know what you don't know and you need the people around you who do. It will remind the devil that you don't stand alone anymore. So he would go after you when you're by yourself and but man when he looks at you and there's six of your small group people standing beside you and they're like, "Come on, let's do this, devil. If that's what you want, but you can't take them down without taking us down." This is where the magic is when you stop living your life for you and you start coming to church for the people around you. Cuz we're a team. Where the gifts God gave you are unwrapped and developed, where miracles happen, where orphaned people find a home, where girls without fathers find them, where men without brothers find them, where people who have only experienced rejection find to their surprise and great delight of people who love them no matter what, where people learn the skills to live in a real family, where we live surrounded by people unable to think of living another day in a world where people scrabble for scraps of affection when infinite love awaits them here yeah. the family of god where the father decides where the father protects where we find purpose where that purpose flows in every breath we breathe in every word that we say where the father holds us in his hand until jesus comes back where the father redeems our lives from every destruction where jesus dwells his name is so great the devil trembles every song you sing the devil Trembles a champion of heaven. That a battle could be lost by such a one is laughed at by angels of unthinkable and unimaginable might. And this is where it happens. The Son who takes what the enemy meant for evil and turns it for good. Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, the first and the last, the bright and morning Son, the Redeemer of mankind, the hope of the world. You ready to sing with us this morning? All right, Baptist go out and get changed. We'll see you here in about four minutes. Hey, we hope you enjoyed this inspirational message from Pastor Corey Cope. If you'd like to partner with us, please go to venuechurch.ca slash give. Yeah, because the life saved is worth everything.